The Weekly Harvest, an in-depth look at the Brandon Weekings and the WHL. Washman trying to come up with it for Allison. Here's Allison right in front. He scores! Brandon Jr. Hockey fans, you've waited two decades for this. In the league's 50th anniversary, your Wheat Kings are the champions. Well, welcome back for another edition of the Weekly Harvest Podcast. Uh, a bit of what we'll call, I guess, a, a special edition. My name is Chris Follicle with the Brandon Wee Kings. Joined, as always, with my co-host, Brandon Crow, voice of the Wee Kings. Weekly Harvest Podcast, a podcast brought to you by Mainline Motors and Verdon and Bertle. Certainly, uh, you can come in and shop their selection of new Chevy, Buick, GMC models to find the perfect model for you. Or if you want to follow the government guidelines, visit their website and do your shopping online. You can chat with dealership representatives instantly online. Great deals, friendly staff at Mainline Motors in Verdon and Bertle, the king of trucks. Now, certainly we don't want to make light of the situation, but that is our topic of focus here today. And, you know, you and I aren't medical experts, a couple of guys with community college radio degrees. But at the end of the day, uh, this is affecting uh, the hockey world. It's affecting the Brandon Weekings and this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic that has kind of taken over the discussion in North America has had an immediate impact on the Brandon Wheat Kings, so I want to tee it up with you. Last week, you know, we were sitting around. I was watching the, the Boston-Philadelphia game on Wednesday night on TV, and, and then all of a sudden they came back to the intermission and said that there was an issue going on in the NBA, and all of a sudden, 24 hours later, the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, the CHL, everything had come to a grinding halt. What was Thursday like in the hockey office uh, in, in Brandon? It was the single weirdest day of any job career I've ever been a part of. It, it was this this feeling of like you you knew it was all like like even before the news came out that the season was going to be suspended, we all knew it was going to be suspended. You could just kind of see the writing on the wall. Once the NBA did that that night, uh, and there was talk of the NHL, and of course in the in the CHL, you always kind of follow what the NHL does. Um, so there was just this sense of kind of like. We're supposed to be getting ready for a doubleheader weekend. Supposed to get ready for this, you know, a massive four points on the line. And all of a sudden, it was kind of like, well, now we're making two scripts. Now we're doing a script if the game goes on as normal, and then I'm making a script as if we don't have fans in the building. Then we start doing this like third option script, and then all of a sudden it starts being okay. Oh well, wait, now we got to start making statements to what if the league does announce this? It was this very weird day of just we didn't know what to do. Like you don't know how to react because there was nothing made official yet and and then once it was made official then everything turns into the gear of k we'll get the news out contacting all those groups that we have right i mean we're supposed to have timbits hockey on friday night um two out-of-town teams got to contact them all the groups that we have just buying tickets and our handout programs um so it was kind of a whirlwind day and just a, a very weird atmosphere well, Thursdays, yeah, it was, just, it was just strange. Yeah, so Thursdays are the day I I usually come in and do the crow's nest. Now we had recorded the crow's nest a couple of days earlier on Team Picture Day on Tuesday, uh, and uh, you know Thursday was a day I knew I had a bunch of things to get done around the house, and I knew I was coming in for the Gord Bamford concert at West Oba Place Thursday yeah. night. Uh, so I'd gone out in the morning and I'd done a bunch of stuff outside and gotten kind of all my chores and list of things done, and then I came in and I turned on the TV. And was like, how long was I outside? Like the the fact that everything changed so much from you know even eight in the morning when I'd kind of gotten up and first scrolled through Twitter to noon to one o'clock to then the league making the announcement at three yeah. o'clock. You know I had missed phone calls from from Perry at the Brandon Sun, other broadcasters from around the league, Phil Andrews of the Pats who was supposed to come in Friday night was calling me wondering what's going on. So all of a sudden it felt very 
real in a hurry, and and all of a sudden the statement comes out. Now I want to read a bit of an excerpt from the statement, uh, just so you know, for those of you that maybe didn't see it or just kind of basing it off social media, the Canadian Hockey League. You know, obviously they oversee the three leagues in Canada, Ontario, Quebec, and the Western Hockey League. There's a CHL president that oversees all of it, and then there's the commissioner or president of each league underneath it. Dan McKenzie's the CHL president. Of course, he met with Commissioner David Branch, Jill Corteau, and Ron Robinson, and they monitored everything. They looked at what local, provincial, and federal, federal government and health agencies recommended, and they decided that they will pause the remainder of the 1920 season, uh, including all hockey activity, uh, until further notice. Now, they have not put out another statement since, but the one word in there that does leave, you know, a little bit of hope, uh, and uh, again, I use the word little bit uh, very carefully, is the word pause. They didn't outright cancel it. Now, obviously, things are changing every day and every you know, 24 hours, new news, new everything. Every hour. This is an hour-by-hour yeah. hour situation for, for everyone, every event. But the word pause does give room that if this does get under control there could potentially be more hockey but you don't even want to talk about that you know because who knows what could happen right and then all of a sudden it goes from the canadian hockey league every team kind of puts out their release so thursday night comes along and by seven or eight o'clock boom hockey canada drops an absolute bomb and it's the first time ever anyone could figure out every hockey canada sanctioned event was done Coast to coast, Vancouver to Halifax, senior hockey, junior B, junior A, everything, including your boys. They had hockey this weekend as well. So this isn't just a Western Hockey League thing right now. No, no. Uh, you know, shout out to the Brandon Peewee Tellus Oilers. Had a, had a fantastic season. We're supposed to, yeah, go, go and rep Brandon at uh, Provincials. Um, got the word the day before they were going to leave. Um, and actually, so this is kind of weird too. I was going to miss my first week King game in like six seasons uh, on the Saturday night to go in and watch Jude play in provincials. Um, turns out I didn't have to miss any hockey whatsoever. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of those stories kind of coast to coast about the, about the kids. I hope that every other parent that their kids took it as well as mine did. Jude was a trooper about it. He understood the situation. Uh, very mature for his age, but I mean, kind of understands. But for a lot of kids, that's absolutely heartbreaking because oh. I mean, there is a lot of, you know, obviously time and emotion that goes into just making it there. But it's the end of the year. It's beyond just a hockey tournament. It's like the wrap up vibe. The kids get to, you know, stay in the hotel with each other for the weekend. All that's kind of gone. So I know it's a bummer, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. And it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than just minor hockey. But um, there's this great clip here that we're going to play for you. Uh, Tom Rennie, the CEO of Hockey Canada, just discussing the significant decision that it took to cancel all of hockey in Canada. Um, I know Hockey Canada came out with a statement, but I guess I'm asking you in general, what exactly does it mean? Well, what it means is hockey in Canada has been cancelled uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, it means that uh, any hockey activity on and off the ice uh, would be cancelled. Uh, it means that on-ice tryouts would be cancelled. Obviously, games, practices, you know, those types of things. Anything that has a sanction of Hockey Canada to it would be cancelled. Um, and under the circumstances, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and I know uh, some parents might have a little difficulty explaining that to their younger kids, but um, when it comes right down to it, this is for the safety of everyone, including the sport. Is that fair to say? It really is. And first of all, I love the fact that that's, if that's where the passion is and they, they're going to miss hockey, that means an awful lot to all of us. But uh, we quite frankly just have to do the right thing here. So at the end of the day, uh, we are taking uh, doing uh, of our entire population and the safety of all Canadians, recognizing that through our sport, at least, uh, we can lead in a very tough situation and make the right call. Thanks for your time. 
So, I mean, obviously, just, you know, extraordinary circumstances. One thing that I did, you know, and you got to kind of find humor sometimes in this. You got to find the light side just just, just to keep it light. Uh, there was that thing going around online that, you know, it gets real when Canada cancels hockey. <laughs> and also how, how amazing it is that the that team in Saskatchewan were able At to U of S, all... Yeah. yeah, U of S, they already able to, uh, to they call, isolate uh, this specific uh, virus. So then it's not quite, you know, getting to be the vaccine yet, but it's that first uh, stage on there. And it's, uh, yeah, they cancel hockey with in uh, two days, a Canadian team already is uh, is 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 on the path to a cure. So, um, trying to keep it light, but obviously, from like we talked about, Timbits all the way through to the the NHL. I mean, everything's on hold. So, uh, the other question a lot of people had was, how far in advance are are we canceling? Things. I mean, I know that uh, in the Wheat City Whiskey Jacks mentioned that as of right now, baseball season is still a go, but that's obviously a ways down the way. But if you look at the Master, it's not the Master Memorial Cup anymore, it's the Memorial Cup presented by Kia, but it's scheduled for May in Kelowna. You've got the CHL uh, and uh, Bantam Draft, or the Western Hockey League Bantam Draft, the CHL Import Draft. Now you've got the NHL Entry Draft. All of these hockey things are coming up. Now what, right? And there's a lot of question marks. The Canadian Hockey League put out this statement uh, last week on the Master or the Memorial Cup. Jeez, they call it the MasterCard for that long. It just gets burned in your brain. But uh, the Canadian Hockey League has been in regular communication with the Kelowna Rockets host organizing committee for the Memorial Cup, and they fully support the league's decision to suspend play until further notice. The health and safety of all committee members, players, fans, and volunteers is of vital importance. Together, in partnership with the host organizing committee, the CHL will continue to monitor information and developments provided by the local local, provincial, and federal agencies. At this time, it remains our hope that the event will continue as scheduled. However, more information will be shared as details around the balance of the season are determined. Now, obviously, if they pull the plug on the season, you can't have a, a Memorial Cup because who's going to play in it, right? I mean, you've, right. if they decide, the CHL decides that's it, we're done, and that's the end of it, then that includes the Memorial Cup. Now, I don't know if that means that Kelowna would ultimately get to host again later, it, there's so many question marks, right? And you've got the, the Bantam draft is held in, in Red Deer. Um, you bring in all your teams, all your scouts, uh, the media, everybody's a big part. It's a great weekend. All of a sudden now, does the Bantam draft go back to online? This this has literally never happened in the WHL. Yep. I mean, in the NHL, people going back to 1918 when the Spanish flu kind of overtook and there was, uh, you know, obviously the cancellation during the Stanley Cup final. Um, but in the WHL, in the history, the 52 years, this just never happened. So there's a lot of questions with that Memorial Cup and how it's going to go. And with the NHL, it's different too because if they get suspended here for the next little while and if they pick up and say you know, June and play through July and even into August like they were somewhere speculating – their facilities in most of those markets will be able to handle that, or at least they have the budgets to make it work. In a lot of these small WHL markets, you just you can't play that late because it's too hot outside. Like, I mean, we have enough issues with here, in for September. example, in the Fog Bowl in September when it's in the 20s and gets humidity. I can't imagine playing in the, you know, literally in the heat of summer um, without the AC units. When Brandon hosted the Memorial Cup back in 2010, they had to invest and bring in those uh, extra AC units just to play that late into May. So, I just, I, I can't see a going this is the suspension that much further for junior hockey compared to the pros. But that that being said, I think it still is too early right now. And I'm glad they didn't just come out and say it's canceled, it's done, because it is too early. But time is already starting to wind out, yep. and they can't afford to to go all too long. Um, into when the playoffs were supposed to start before they pick up, and uh, and even that is causing different issues with then having to say goodbye to what was supposed to be this rest of the regular season. The guys I feel the worst for right now are, are Connor Gutenberg, 
Dominic Schmeeman, and Yuri Patera. Now, especially Connor Gutenberg. I mean, we've talked about him. We've had him as a guest on our show. But climbing his way up the record books, trying to finish in the top two, top three of all-time games played, you know, he wants to ride off into the sunset and, and get one last hurrah in front of family and friends, and all of a sudden, boom, it's done. Following, you know, a weekend. Like, it, it's just, especially for him and a guy like Dom, who, who may not have pro aspirations, they may go and play college and then get into the real world. Now, Yuri's drafted. He may have an opportunity to continue at a, a high level of hockey. But those two guys, they may go play CIS, and they're done, right? So it's absolutely heartbreaking to think that, you know, for those guys, even I go down to the junior A ranks. I mean, I, I live in Verdon, the Oil Caps. They've got more than three 20-year-olds. They get, most teams have nine 20-year-olds in the junior A ranks. Now they use the word cancel. It's done. So think of how many 20-year-olds all of a sudden their season just came to an end. So, again, I, I feel terrible for Connor Gutenberg, Schmeeman, and, and Patera. That's got to be just, just heartbreaking to know that that's how it came to an end. And it's also sad for the fans that they don't get that chance to show the appreciation yep. for those guys Which is as what well. Saturday was for. Um, and I mean, so let's, let's, let's go back to last week, how quickly things change. Tuesday and Wednesday night, uh, my, my, myself and uh, uh, Greg Sherris from the college who helps us do, like he's basically our producer in the video room, for those who don't know, uh, helps keep our show, you know, makes our show what, what it is. So we worked late on those nights. We were starting to put together all these videos, right? So we did all the awards. Everybody who wins the award gets their, you know, their video package. So we have all these packages pre-produced. We're building them. We're making them. We're thinking of the year-end video, which is this really like massive project but there's so much passion that goes into it right you want to celebrate the year that was and get people hyped for the playoffs and uh you know for for a creative guy it's like just kind of like like the high of the season getting ready for that game and we went from those two nights of working on these videos for hours and putting all this time into now looking at this stuff and being like well we don't get to show it to our fans this weekend like will we get to show this to our fans what we are in some way or another we're going to get this out there but it's just it's not going to be the same though, and it's not going to be that night with the full crowd and the players, you know, receiving that recognition. It 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 definitely is a bit of a bummer to go out like that. Um, at the same time, I'm glad that Connor, at least, even if he played out these last five games, he wouldn't climb any further in that right. list. So he is where he is on the all-time games played. That's not going to change. Top ten local guy we're going to see him yuri is basically a brand tonight i don't care where he's from <laughs> yeah. and where he's drafted to he he loves it here we're going to see him through the summer um dom just got here this year i really hope that that we get to see more of him because he, he he was a great guy um and again we're talking even like this like the year is done hopefully not hopefully we get to see them in, in more games but chances are the regular season 100 percent, most likely is done and you're right for all those stats it's it's a shame that even if we do get back and we play playoffs, we're not going to get to have that awards night and get to have that big celebration of those players' careers. You mentioned the Spanish flu, which was the last time that there was a major epidemic where the NHL shut down. Now, that happened in 1919. Now, I'm going to dig into Perry Bergson's bag of tricks here because he came up with an unbelievable stat. So you'd have to go back more than a century to find a similar situation to what we're in now. The NHL did not complete the 1919 Stanley Cup final when the Spanish flu infected the Montreal Canadiens. That led to the death of defenseman Joe Hall. Now, interestingly enough, Hall was from originally from the United Kingdom, but grew up in Brandon, yep. playing for the Brandon Wheat Cities hockey team for four seasons between 1901 and 1907. So a lot of people have said, oh, it can't happen to me. It can't happen to me. We're here in Brandon. You know, let's, what are we worried about? 
Well, look back to the last time this happened. It happened to a guy from Brandon back in 1919. I mean, and he died less than a week after the Stanley Cup final was suspended. It's amazing yeah. that great job, Perry. I mean, a to find that and b to know that. <laughs> like, where would he, they wouldn't have had a program for the Brandon Wheat Cities? I don't know where this guy oh. comes up with this stuff, but oh, yeah. people say that it can't happen to me. And I mean, all you got to do is look. I mean, every one of us, you know, hopefully, God willing, you've got grandparents or parents still alive or you've got young kids at home. I mean, this this can happen to anyone. And and I think a lot of the fans that are upset about it canceling, they're worried about the play on the ice. Now, my thought process, and, you know, I, I chatted with Scott Halady, our equipment manager, on Thursday, too, and he said, look, this isn't about the hockey. This is about bringing four or 5,000 people together in a building and closing the doors. Really? So a lot of the people that are angry, like, I want to watch my hockey Sure, but do you really want to sit next to somebody who might have this thing and then go home to your kids, go home to your parents, and all of a sudden it's it's gotten worse? And I think that's the one thing people that are angry about this that maybe don't understand are forgetting that it we're not just canceling the hockey game for the safety of the 40 players on the ice and the coaches. Nobody's being that selfish. You look across the Western Hockey League, you've got Everett and Seattle, you've got Portland, all those teams in the state of Washington that are really in worse shape than Manitoba is. Everett averages nine to 10,000 people a night. Do you really want to be sitting in that building 10 times between now and the end of next month? I know I don't. So I think that's one of the major things that a lot of people are, are saying is, well, it can't happen to me. Well, that brings me to my next point. Yesterday, Mike Sawatsky... Winnipeg Free Press drops an absolute bomb that two members of the Winnipeg Ice have been tested for COVID-19. Now, that does not mean it has been confirmed. As of Monday, March 16th at 1237, when we're recording this, there is nothing confirmed. But GM Matt Cockle of the Western Hockey League's Winnipeg Ice confirmed Sunday afternoon that two players began to show symptoms and were the only two members of the team that have been tested so far. If the tests are negative, they will be allowed to return home, said Cockle. If not, they will proceed with them and guide them along self-isolation and keep them inside the perimeter of Winnipeg. Uh, the Ice, of course, played their last game on the Sunday against Prince Albert. So, yes, they've been tested. Now, they haven't said which players, that sort of thing. But, again, a lot of people started last week, last Wednesday. What are we worried about? What are we doing? It can't happen to me. Well, all of a sudden, you think of it this way. you got two players on the Winnipeg Ice that are tested. Johnny Lambos's brother plays for the Winnipeg Ice. They go home, boom, no symptoms. All of a sudden, it's back to Brandon, and here we go. Like It's crazy to think all these six degrees of separation. It's closer than people think, and that, to me, was the first real bombshell to drop on the Canadian Hockey League here. They're the first two players that have been reported tested for this disease. Well, and... Once this dom- the first domino fell, it's like, okay, listen, then we all have to do this because otherwise there's no point. I mean, same thing with the schools. I mean, as, as a parent who has uh, a kid in local school here, not all too thrilled with the idea of waiting this extra week. Like, if we're going to shut down, let's just do yeah, it. Understand not all parents can. Well, I was able to, 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 to pull Jude for this week, um, and his teacher, very accommodating, already is making the other packages. Almost half the kids are already gone. So from that standpoint, it's it's way bigger than just hockey. Um, that aside, what is next for the season? Nobody really knows. This is like we just kept saying, it's an hour by hour thing, um, and the league's not going to know until, I mean, weeks from now, right? Uh, re- realistically, about um, if these all these different initiatives around the country, if they're actually going to be working, hopefully they can flatten the curve and this gets back life to normal uh, sooner rather than later. Because again, if this starts stretching and we didn't shut all this stuff down this week, 
this very well could take months instead of weeks. Yeah, and I saw a great thing yesterday that said, you know what, everybody right now saying that society's overreacting. Well, if in two months nobody died, did we really overreact? You know what I mean? Like everyone's saying, that, yeah, you know, we're overreacting right. and, and whatever. But I, I think that it, there's just bigger things in life than hockey. I know there was a lot of probably upset, confused, weaking season ticket holders, people that had tickets. Now, again, you and I were talking before we hit record, just like anything else, because they use the word pause, realistically, there's still a chance that those four regular season games in the playoffs could be played. Now, we're not insinuating it will. But there will be no refunds on those tickets right now because they're still valid tickets for potential games. Now, moving forward, you guys are kind of taking the direction of this Canadian Hockey League as to where we go when it comes to tickets, right? Yeah, so basically, if you have tickets right now and you want to know what to do with them, just hold on to them. It's like, like you said, just like, a, just like a concert, right? Like, let's say a concert gets, you know, it's an outdoor concert, gets rained out. Okay, it's postponed. You just got to hold on to it until, the, you know, the organizers make a decision. We're kind of in that boat. We got to wait for the CHL to make their decision. Uh, let us know what they want us to do, if it's continue with the regular season, if it's go right in the playoffs, and then what that looks like. Um, if it's individual game tickets, then there'll be, you know, things we can work out there. If it's season tickets, that, that that's that's different. Um, as of right now, so today on, we're going to record this on the Monday. By the time you're listening to this, it'll be Tuesday on. But the Monday is supposed to be the deadline for the playoff packages. So that obviously has been pushed back. Um, if you still want to get your season ticket renewal forms and playoff packages in, we can still do it. Of course, you're not charged anything unless we actually do play in the playoffs. But that way, it's all done. Um, the deadline is now going to be seven days from when we announce the season starting up again. So there's no big deadline or rush for you to get on in. Don't worry about it. And actually, at the weeking offices, uh, we're all working from, from home, at least for this week. Um, luckily, we were able to do so. Um, so there won't be anybody at the office there to uh, to help you out this week, even if you went in with your forms. But, of course, you can still email us, uh, office at weekings.com, and all the info is online at weekings.com. That's the thing. you got to keep... Uh, keep just keep checking out social media. Keep checking the websites. Uh, I mean, people just need to hang on to their tickets and just wait patiently because, I mean, think about it this way. You know, a lot of fans are upset that they don't get to go to games. Well, that's my job is to go to games. That's your job is to put these games on. So we're just as upset about it as, as you are. We're just and, as confused about it as everyone else is. And we got to say this too, like way more than just a job. Like I, I know I'll speak for both of us. This is a passion. This, this is, is something that we yeah. love to do. I mean, like, like I said, like I spend nights working on these videos. I put my kids down and I go back and I'm, I'm working on this stuff, right? For the team, for the game day experience for this year end. And uh, it, it really is disheartening when everything gets, gets, gets put in a hole. Then you start to think about, well, like what else can we do? I mean, so we went on this whole video game That's thing. We got, we got to talk about this because yeah. people were asking for you. So um, it was yeah Friday. We were just sitting there, and I was like, man, I'm, I, I already miss hockey. I, I wish we could play tonight. I remember during the lockout year, I was in broadcasting college, and what we would do for fun is we would put on, it was NHL, whatever at that time, was it, two, uh, 04. Uh, we put on the broadcast mode, so like the, the side camera angle, and we would call the games. Because we want to be broadcasting, training, right? Yeah. I want to be a future Brandon Crow. So um, you still uh, do. Come on. <laughs> so that's that's. I, I, so I was sitting there. I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about the last time without hockey was probably that. I was like, well, there's Twitch these days. I know my, my kids on Twitch. I was like, well, why don't we do that? So I signed uh, the Wee Kings up. I got us a Twitch account and I threw up on my PS4 and we streamed the game as it was supposed to be Friday and Saturday. So we simulated the game versus Regina on Friday and the game versus Saskatoon on Saturday. Um, it kind of got out of control. What at was times. the reaction? Because I was, was awesome. away, and I, 
I, I knew you were doing it, but for the first time, I had a free weekend <laughs> off, and I, I know you weren't. We weren't really supposed to go out and do anything, but I. I was just lost. I didn't know what to do. And I tuned in a little bit on the Friday night, but I couldn't quite get it to work with where I was. The internet wasn't working. But how did it all go? What was the reaction? It was hilarious. So people really had fun with it because I'm like, what else are you going to do? You're sitting at home, nothing else. So um, the, 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 the real fun was in the chat room. So night number one, unfortunately, I don't know if it's because a new account, they didn't give me stats, but night number two, they were able to email me a stat summary of it. And we had uh, just under 900 viewers. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. At the, oh uh, and there was 600, was it 680 some comments in the chat room? So the chat room was like literally, man, it was on fire. It was so funny. I, I saw there was People a bunch of players calling too. Out, like oh, Cole Reinhardt, Connor Gutenberg, they were in there chatting up. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 fans like making fun, saying like, "Hey, is it time for the DQ Blizzard minute?" Um, hey, the, oh, hey, <laughs> where's hey, Willie? Hey, there's our co-op six goal. Where's Willie? Where's Brandon Crow? Oh man, I thought it would be so funny because it's just from my living room. It just invite you over, you and me. We can sit there. You do the play-by-play. <laughs> when will we score? You can throw the mic over to me, and I'll do the call, just like we're in the arena. Anyway, the fans were calling for you and me to do that. It was a, it was a really fun. It was again just the word fun, right? People that, that that's take your mind off most it. about the games, right? So yeah, it's a video game. A couple of comments, like I can't believe you know you guys are watching this. One comment was best was like, I can't believe I'm watching this for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> like people got invested, and it was so great. And the and the game itself on Saturday, it went to uh, the. Uh, your video game Wheat King scored two goals in the last two minutes to tie it to go into uh, overtime. There was a disallowed goal in the overtime for Saskatoon, and then a fourteen-round shootout with the Blades coming out on top. It, it was it was a lot of fun for. But for, for you what got it was. the ball rolling, and then all of a sudden Saskatoon Moose Jaw PA were doing it, and then I saw last night the Vegas Golden Knights were doing it against Colorado. So so we actually got a few text messages from uh, I guess. Uh, uh, Vegas and Nashville, um, and a few other WHL teams. Yeah, they they saw what we were doing on Friday, and by Saturday they all jumped on board That's and were doing unreal. the same thing. So I sent out a few emails. I wanted to make it even bigger and better. Now that what else are we going to do? Right again? I like the so, break, and I I saw when I was logged in for maybe four minutes on the Saturday night. I saw a few of the chats and the comments, and I was loving the fact that Lennon McCallum and Chad Nijek were making fun of each other in the chat room because they're not allowed to hang out either. I mean, these guys are quarantined in their billet basement watching you play a video game, right? I mean, but I wasn't playing to be fair, right? I'll say that it was a simulation. <laughs> but on Wednesday, and I'll even put this on here. I'm throwing an open call out to the Moose Jaw Warriors front office that after the simulation, I want to play as the Wee Kings, they can play as the Warriors, and we will have a human versus human game. The score might get a little out of hand, but so did the Prince Albert Moose Jaw game. It was 20 to 19 or something. Was the There's a lot of settings that I'm trying to figure out there to yeah. make it more realistic, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. The one comment I did see that really resonated with me was, it's so nice to get a break. Because if you go on your phone and you're going on Twitter, you're going on Facebook, you're going on Instagram, social media, it's a nightmare right now. It is dark. It is gloomy. It is upsetting. You turn on your TV, you've got no sports because obviously there are none. So you turn on TSN, it's all they're talking about. You turn on Sportsnet, it's all they're talking about. You turn on any channel, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, Judge Judy, they're all talking about it. It gets pretty dark and it gets pretty depressing. And so to see you guys doing that, the one comment was, this is a great, I think I remember exactly what was worded, but this is a great break from reality. And that really resonated with me. Sure, there might be people that think, yeah, you guys are a bunch of nerds for watching this. But they're the same hockey fans that go to the rink to watch the game 
that are watching it on TV just to get away from it all. Almost 900 viewers. That to me for a is video shocking. Game. But again, it was all about the cha- it, was, it was about the sense of community too. The one hundred percent. And it wasn't like it was just Weeking fans in there. There were other WHL fans because we tweeted out the link. Right? And that's so, a great. So break they're getting from real in life. there and they're chirping and it's just it was fun. It's bringing everybody together in a fun way. Nobody got out of control. It was uh, it was it was it was really good. So tip my cap to you. That's a great idea. Anyway, we're that- we're definitely gonna do it again. Yeah, so, so technically uh, so Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday versus Moose Jaw. Rain check night. <laughs> it's rain check night, so you can get your tickets at EA Sports, and you get to select your seat inside your own home and uh, provide your own beverages. Even uh, although, uh, if you start asking your wife to bring you a beer like you do to the lady at the rink, I don't know if that's going to go well. Uh, <laughs> the, the old divorce rate, baby rate's going to go up big time after all this. Uh, but uh, as for the weekly harvest, as we wrap things up, as of right now, we're, we're going to go and kind of follow the lead of the CHL. We're going to go on a bit of a pause as well because, yeah, there's stuff to talk about, but. To fill this every day or every Monday for the next four to eight weeks before we have an idea or whatever the case may be might get a little tough. Plus, I mean, you've got kids you got to take care of. I got stuff I got to worry about. Um, we're going to just go on a bit of a hiatus here. Uh, you can go back and listen to any previous episodes. Uh, you can still send us emails and let us know what's going on. And the second we have any information, the second we know what's going on, we'll come back on. We'll even, if we have to, we'll do an emergency podcast. We'll throw her together. We'll meet up your house, my house, whatever the case is. We'll get it out. We'll put it out there yeah. with all the information you need. But as of right now, this will be the last regularly scheduled one for the foreseeable future. And we'll just keep you posted. Social media, everything else as well. So. It is a podcast, so people who just listen won't know this, but we actually film this. We're in the WCG yep. TV studio, so you can watch this on uh, Westman TV. Um, but yeah, like you know, in, in the future, if we have an emergency podcast, I mean, it's 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 the future. We can just yep. hook up online and, and do this and put it up. So if anything does change, of course, we will come back. But for the time being, we will take a bit of a pause. Uh, I mean, even in the summer, we we're going to take a bit of a pause. We were but still fill gonna, it in. We we're still going to do some episodes, and we'll do interviews with alumni and stuff like that. But yeah, for now, just because there's not a whole lot more to say beyond everything is kind of on hold, we might as well go and on hold at the same time. And people should be getting their coronavirus information from definitely not Dr. Falco and Dr. Crow either. If no, you want to no. get it's it, all about so, hockey yeah, in the week. Right? 100%. So, so we want to we make sure that you know people are getting the, you know, the right information, current, up-to-date, and uh, when we have it and when we have a, a list of things we want to bring to Weeking fans information-wise, whether it be tickets, the rest of the season, season tickets, everything else, uh, the Bantam draft, whatever else is coming up. Uh, and, and who knows, maybe there's a story uh, somewhere along the line here about uh, you know more guys in the Western League get testing positive, that sort of thing. So uh, we'll just take a break and we'll uh, come back when we've got some more information. So You know what I've learned more than anything else in the last week? You don't have enough snacks in your cupboard because that was my biggest problem. Well, that I had to go to the grocery store on Saturday. That was a mission. Yeah, so that's that, that's a sidebar. But no, two. I touch my face a lot. I know I've done it like fourteen times. I'm like going like this. I'm like stop yeah. it, man. Too much. I know, and I've never noticed it before. But touch my face way too much. I gotta. Yeah, we gotta right. stop. We gotta this. stop that. Okay. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Go back. Listen to any weekly harvest episodes. Uh, keep emailing us. Keep letting us know what's going on. We're in this fight with you, Weeking fans. You know, we're sitting on the edge of our seats waiting to see what's going on as well. And uh, hopefully we can see you in the ring soon. But if not, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you around the, around the city. QWeeklyHarvest at gmail.com. The letter QWeeklyHarvest at gmail.com. We look forward to uh, hearing from you. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you when we talk to you. Be sure to follow Q Country and the Weekings on Twitter and Facebook for all your Brandon Weekings news. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Harvest. Oh,